this is a tribute to men that hate their jobs from Muster X Media Series 3 Episode 12 Problem Bingo Today started off as a quiet one although as soon as I walked through the door there was an incident with some traveller children just claiming that they bought a load of stuff when in fact they hadn't and now arguing with the staff at the counter and I had to contend with this on my way in without even knowing what was going on and I got asked to deal with it because the rest of the staff just didn't have the uh, tenacity to deal with a, uh, with a group of children because that's exactly what they are. Being travellers is irrelevant. The fact is that they were children and as far as I'm concerned that's all they were. You didn't have to bring in to the fact that they were uh, traveller children, you just had to bring in to the fact that they were children. And if you uh, treated them with a little bit more respect, then they would treat you with respect. So behind my sunglasses and my baseball cap, I went up to the kids and said, look, let's all calm down. I'm not, on, I'm not taking sides, I may work here, I'm not taking sides. Now, what is the problem? And in his traveller accent, he said, they're not, they're not listening, we bought this, and we didn't get it. Okay, okay, can I have the receipt please? I lost the receipt. I said to him, look, the bottom line is, I want to believe you, and so do they. They all want to believe you, yeah? Now, the thing is, you don't actually have a receipt, so we can't back up your claim, which, if there was a mistake, that's fair enough, yeah? So you got to see it from our point of view. Now, we want to believe you. It's not conducive to running a business when you accuse someone of lying, and we do, and I want to believe you. So, what can you do to prove to me that you actually bought this item, and uh, we will correct the situation if you can prove it to me? Oh, well, I don't have a receipt. He said in his Trevor accent. I'm like, okay, right, that's fine. Do you remember what number you were? He told me that it was uh, number 42, which was no longer on the screen. Okay, okay. Right, so you tell me what was on order number 42, and then I'll ask my colleague to go through the system to see what was on order 42, and if it's different to what you've told me what is on there, then uh, I will back them up. Now, if, um, if you tell me exactly word for word what was on that, because they'll be able to see it, then uh, I'll get you the missing item. And if I have to pay for it myself, I will, okay? But let's not scream and shout, because these guys are working hard, and we don't want an argument between you and them, okay? Because it's not good for anyone. The lad actually thanked me and told me his order. I went up, I asked the manager to check what was on the order versus what I've just been told, and the lad, to his credit, was correct. Okay, that's fine. You know, accidents do happen, mistakes do happen, but you have to appreciate the fact that you didn't have your receipt and uh, they can't just take your word for it. Now, there's always a solution. It's just that if you start shouting and being rude and aggressive, then people will not want to listen to you. Do you understand? And he said yes. I'm like, okay, well, here's the, re here's the rest of your order. We apologise for the confusion and the mistake, okay? Now, um... If you apologise to them uh, for losing your temper, then we're both then we're all squared off, aren't we? To the lad's credit, he apologised to the staff that he was uh, shouting and swearing at, 
and he went on his merry way with his friends and we continued to do our job. Later that day, the sink in the back area called the dive, where it's a big industrial sink that was pissing water everywhere. And I'm not talking about clean water, we're talking about foul water from uh, the drains. It was pissing everywhere. We had four different sets of sinks all interconnected and they all drained into one and the other in the system. They all drained one and the other via their U-bends. Uh, and it caused problem after problem after problem because yet again we had blockages and we had leaks all over the place because we we're waiting for an engineer to come out and do they come out on a Sunday? No, they don't. They say they will as soon as they physically can, but let's face it, they uh, have a contract plumber who is on call and he could probably be on other call outs and he'll get to us when he gets to us. So that became a problem. So every so often, members of the lobby team would have to go through and swap the buckets over to catch the water and tip it down the uh, mop sink which it goes directly into the drains on its own feed. The kitchen staff couldn't do it because they were constantly cooking so we had to time it right to go and empty each bucket which just took more time off of everyone. That was fun. That was fun. And then the next problem so we're nearly on a full line, one line of, of our problem bingo and you're going to get ready to say house in a moment on this one. We had a highly camped individual which is not a problem, he was singing and dancing happily to the music that's playing in the lobby on it all on his own and this drunken possible crackhead decided to take exception to this and they decided to have a massive argument on the shop floor. Yet again, I found myself having to go and intervene to calm the situation down. Now this camp child, he uh, is a regular, he comes in all the time and I appeal to his better nature I'm like, and I just said to him, look, we don't have a problem with you, no one here who knows you has a problem with you, yeah? But, you know, he'll be gone soon enough, can you just yeah, you know, do me the favour of just calming down for a bit and then when he's gone you can do it as much as you want. And then the man starts calling him a faggot and then the uh, camp guy turns around and says that he may be camp, he may be gay but he'll still knock the shit out of him. And then they get into each other's faces and then I physically have to separate them by getting into the middle and getting them both at arm's length. Oh great, another incident on a fucking Sunday. Wow, Sunday with lovely beautiful weather and I'm having to deal with yet another incident between angry people. Fun, fun and games. So after the threats were flying left, right and centre, the manager come out and says, right, here's your food to the uh, drunken possible crackhead. Now you come out, now you have to leave and you, and you don't come back. And then as soon as uh, that man had left, he decided he's going to stay outside the shop, waiting for the camp lad to come out. So he could probably carry on the argument or even have a fight with him. Then the camp lad, before he even got his order, he stuck his head out the door and shouted, wait there darling, cause I'm gonna have you and then I'm going to probably fuck you. Oh dear. This did not go down well with this drunken possible crackhead as he decided he was going to try and come back through the door where I had to stop him from coming back through the door. 
Look, I said to him, if you're going to fight him, you fight him outside. And if you're fighting him, you're on your own. But I, I warn you, this lad knows near enough all the people that are outside. So you're on your own. If you want him, you are on your own, sir. The lad, the camp lad, came outside with his order. And instead of eating his order, he made the uh, drunk possible crackhead wear his order. There you go, you darling, he said. What are you going to do about it now? The drunk possible crackhead decided he was going to throw a punch at the camp lad. And the camp lad dodged it. And, uh, and the drunk possible crackhead fell to the floor face first. And the camp lad came over and put a boot in his chops. Great. Oh, fucking great. He didn't need his mates to, do, uh, to help him out, which, to, which to be fair to the lad, uh, he, he didn't. He, he knew he had backup, but he knew that he didn't need him, which was good. It's all well and good. He could take care of himself. We had to call an ambulance for the drunken crackhead because he couldn't get up. And the camp lad did a runner, which we all expected him to do so. And to be honest, if that was me, I would have probably battered the drunk possible crackhead a bit more. Yeah, a few stamps in the fucking back for good measure or a few kick to the fucking balls. But the lad, he just did what he did and fucked off. Okay. The next problem was to deal with the drunk possible crackhead. We had to call the ambulance. So now this is the full line. The full line on problem bingo. We're now gonna move on to two lines. Okay. Okay, so get ready to say house when you have every single, when you have every single incident on your bingo sheet, listeners. Get ready to say house. Okay, so the ambulance arrives. And the drunk possible crackhead decides he's going to mouth off at the ambulance drivers. He then spits towards one of the ambulance drivers and the ambulance driver just turns around and says fuck this we're off and leaves the uh, drunk possible crackhead on the floor with a uh, suspected concussion. If he wants to treat us like this that's it we're done we're done we're fed up with people in this pandemic spitting towards us we're done and they left him there well. That's to be expected, in my in my opinion, but it was now down to us to have to deal with him because he was not leaving the queue area, and uh, I didn't want people to have to walk over him to get in. So then I decided to uh, pick up the uh, drunk possible crackhead and escort him down to the nearest bench, and I came back with a cup of water and said, "Here you go, that is all you're getting. Do not come back. You're no longer my problem." Which is a bit wrong of me, but to be honest, I've got a line of people wanting to come in to get their greasy, sweaty meal and no real assistance from the management. Okay, so the next problem that we had today, oh the next problem, we had a server malfunction. So all our screens within the kitchen died. No one from each workstation knew what was going in that ordered. So the kitchen ground to a grinding halt. What's a problem? We have a big queue of everyone going around the corner wanting their greasy sweaty food on one of the hottest days of the year, if not the hottest day of the year at the time of this recording. And no one in the kitchen was moving because they didn't know what they had to cook. We had the delivery drivers all stacking up outside and inside because they still keep getting their order numbers come through and there is nothing we can physically do to cook these orders. 
all we could do was go to the delivery tablet, manually print off every single order that was going through and send those multiple copies to the various stations in the kitchen so they could cook each order slowly and it was painfully slow. It took 20 minutes to get the kitchen back up to uh, cooking speed by doing everything manually and then everything just crawled along. The next problem was having to deal with all the customers who were getting aggravated within the queue, getting very aggravated because they had to wait for uh, up to half an hour without even being able to get anywhere further in the queue. So I then got told to advise the customers that we have a computer problem and uh, we are not taking any more orders at this point of time. Great. So now, now I have to deal with hungry, pissed off, hot, sweaty customers who are now going to be disappointed because they can't get their hot, sweaty food on a real hot, sweaty day. Amazing. So I had my, one of my colleagues stay on the door whilst I went down the queue and gave everyone the bad news, which ended up in me getting a load of verbal abuse. We've waited here for 20 minutes and you're telling me that we're not getting our order put through whatsoever. What kind of company is this? Well, a company with a server issue is uh, the main problem at the moment. So that's the company that we are. We are a company with a server issue. And I'm sorry, but it's beyond my control. But this is not good enough. I totally agree, sir. But unfortunately, I have no control over a server going down, let alone what gets uh, done in the kitchen because I do not work within the kitchen. I work on this door and within the lobby. So um, if you ask me to do something about this, I can only advise you on what is going on because you can complain to the manager who is unavailable because they're trying to uh, manually write down every order that we've got on the system to pass to the teams within the kitchen. The manager is unavailable. The assistant manager is doing the same thing and is also unavailable. The only person you can speak to about this matter is me. And all I can tell you is what I've been told. The server is down. We are working to fix it. We're also working to clear the backlog of orders manually. And that is all I can do. We are not taking any more orders because it would not be fair to make people wait God knows how long, where it could be easier for you to go to one of our neighboring branches up the road. We've got two different branches that you can go to. So this is the unfortunate situation. So this is the unfortunate situation. I want a discount. I cannot give you a discount, sir. I have no authority to give you a discount. I have no uh, way of giving you a discount, even if I had the authority. Because if I did have the uh, ability to give you a discount, it would be via a code via our computer server, which is down. The man looked at me. You got an answer for everything. No, I don't, sir, I said. I don't have an answer for, for everything. Because if I did, I would not be working on this door. I'll be... Uh, I'll be uh, the guru that people come to, to pay me money, to tell them the answer to everything. He looked at me and did not like my sarcasm, but he didn't say anything. He turned around and walked away, whilst a few other people within the queue started chuckling towards him. So that is the second full line. Now we're going to go for the full house. The full house. Later that evening, we had some prick go into the toilets and piss and shit all over the floor. Yeah. Someone decided they're going to take a piss and a shit in the middle of the toilet floor because they thought they were funny. But unbeknownst to them, I actually knew who went into the toilet at that point because 
I had checked the toilet before he went in there to make sure that there was no one in there so he could go in there. Then when he came out and someone else wanted to go into the toilet, I had to check the toilets regardless because that is our protocol for COVID. Because if it's a bit of a mess and, and there's fluids all over, we'd have to sanitize the entire place so we, before we can let the next person in. So I come out of the toilets and I go over to the queue where the man is standing uh, waiting for his food. You sir are to leave this building right now. What do you mean? What do I mean? I said. What do I mean? Well, the toilets that I checked before you went in there, because I had to check before you went in there, were clean. Then when you come out and I had to go and check the toilets before I let the next person in, who's still waiting outside I may add, because I want you to go and see why you did a shit and a piss in the middle of my toilet floor. And people were starting to look at him. It wasn't me, it wasn't me. That is miraculous, I said, sir. That is very miraculous because that means between the time that I went in the toilets to check it to see if it's fine for you to go in and you going in, we had a leprechaun come out and do a piss and a shit on the floor and it could be no one else other than you or this fucking leprechaun. Now, if you don't clean up that mess that you just did, you're getting out and we're keeping your money. At this point, the manager is looking with her head in her hands as though, what next? What next befits the shift manager? Why do I have to deal with more bullshit? Now, I was dealing with this, but I could see that the manager was not happy was not happy that more problems were occurring and she could see that I was not in the best of moods because it would be me that has to clean up this piss and shit off the middle of the floor. Now I said to the guy, you've got one and only one chance. Are you gonna go and clean up the shit off my floor that you put on there or you will go out right now? You can't make me go out. Really, I said, really. Watch what happens now, sir. This is the last chance, absolute last chance. Are you going to do it? I got into his nose. I broke social distancing protocol because I had no choice other to do this. I was absolutely livid. I was wearing a mask, not that it'll protect me, it's just there for show. But I had to just show this piece of shit that he had to clean up his piece of shit. Get in that toilet or get out. He didn't know what to do, he started looking around, and I shoved him. He went flying backwards and landed on his ass. Get out of this fucking building now, sir. Get out of this building. Because if you stay in this building and give me any more grief, I'm going to take you into that toilet by the scruff of your neck and rub your face in it like a fucking dog, you piece of shit. Get out of this restaurant right now, you cunt. How fucking dare you? How fucking dare you? The man just got up and left. And I got a round of applause from the five other occupants of the uh, waiting area on the inside, let alone the other, the other diners within the restaurants. They all gave me a round of applause. And I went back into the toilets and cleaned up the shit and piss off the floor. <laughs>